Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Skin to Fit with Base Plan Aesthetics. My name is Lauren, and I'm here with my husband, Curtis. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's got to act so unenthused with everything. Okay, this week yeah. we're doing... So I do a weekly Q&A, usually on my Instagram, but this week we're doing it on my podcast because I kind of just wanted to have my husband on it and see what he has to say on something. So I had you guys sprinkle in some questions for him. So we're going to just go through the list. There's also some skin ones as well that I'm going to answer. So we're just going to go through this list. So the first question, how to know if your acne slash skin bumps are from an allergy or something else? Brought it up to my germ regarding dairy and they didn't have much to say about it. However, I noticed my skin cleared up extremely when I cut out dairy, when I cut dairy out. Just curious what your thoughts are on dairy slash gluten impacting the skin. So if you've seen me on Instagram, you know I'm big on gut health and definitely your diet can affect the skin. Um, as far as like you notice that when you did have dairy and you had, you know, skin bumps or acne and then when you cut it out and then your skin was clear, I think that's self-explanatory that it's a trigger for you to experience the acne and skin bumps. So um, if anything, especially my acne bootcamp clients, they know that I recommend doing a skin journal. Typically, you want to do a skin journal for certain food triggers for at least two weeks um per like kind of food group just to see if it's a trigger for you so definitely start there with a little skin journal record what you eat each day um how your skin looks and feels most people will just take a picture of their skin along with their diet for the day so that works question number two is another skin question your thoughts on tatcha products I don't have a lot of thoughts because I don't like them um other than that sounds like you got <laughs> Does it sound like I have thoughts? Um, I just, it, there's better out there, especially for the pricing. Um, can you replace moisturizer with a hydrating sunscreen if you have to choose between the two budget-wise? Um, yes, is the short answer. If you're going to daily SPF 30 lotion from Face Reality, it's affordable. It has that more moisturizing, lotion-y feel to it. So definitely start there. Um, Face Reality in general, though, is a pretty affordable um, professional line, amazing products, similar and even comparable to a lot of the lines you're going to get from Sephora and Ulta even. So love face reality. Were you going to say something? No, I was going to say, I like to use ketchup for my moisture. Uh, no, you would never. <laughs> never. <laughs> How much profit do you make on average per month? About six billion. <laughs> six billion dollars. <laughs> Um, that is for us to know. It might be a little inflated, I don't know. <laughs> it might be a little inflated, that it six billion there. Oh, well, just billion, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? Okay, uh, <laughs> next question. Best at-home products for dealing with facial rosacea and discoloration. Get some Alto Defense, especially Alto Advanced, from Skin Better. Um, really no, well. no bleach, Curtis. Um, even tone is good for discoloration. Here's the thing. If you're wanting things specific to your skin, especially if you're dealing with a skin condition, you should always be getting at least a consultation with a professional. Um, because as much as like we can recommend products online, talk about them on social media, it honestly might not be the right product for you and your skin, which is why I highly stress getting a consultation, even if it's just virtual. 
um, because there's also liability things that go into it. There's so much that goes into getting you your customized regimen, um, client intake forms, all that. But generally, um, other ingredients that you can look for that can help with rosacea include azelaic acid, mandelic acid, um, glycolic acid, um, to name a few. Azelaic? Yes, that's a fun one. Yes, it is a fun one. Um, But those are really good. Fulvic elixir is also amazing. Rosacea relief itself from Glymed is awesome. Um, There's so much out there. But again, I would suggest getting a consultation with a skincare professional to find the right products for you. Okay. What's the next one? (laughs) You're going to answer some questions. Okay, this is, I'm going to have you answer this because I don't know. (laughs) Best tips for someone moving to Utah for the first time. What are your tips? Hmm. Is it a male or a female? I'm going to guess it's most likely a female, knowing my audience. Mm, Dye your hair blonde to get a Stanley and. Make sure you go to Swig at least once a week. Once a day. <laughs> or a day, yeah. You'll fit in real well if you do those things. <laughs> Honestly, Utah culture, I'm sure a lot of people know, is different. From, it's an odd little place here, it's but got it's, it, it's kind of fun. It's got its own bubble. Neither my husband nor I are from Utah, but nope. like... We enjoy it. It's great. It's a great place to be and to live. Yeah, we love it. If you're wanting like... Beautiful. There's a lot of outdoorsy stuff to do if you're into the outdoors. Yeah, if you're wanting stuff to do... That'd be more. Really good that'd be you. more of a you question because I don't ever do anything with my life. What are some things? Utah's got again outdoors. If you're really into the outdoors, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, people are pretty social here. There's, there's a decent amount of. And I think that there's a lot of people like that are pretty young here, and like there's yeah. so many like small businesses people are just people like people are pretty entrepreneurially minded and go-getters here which i love it's yeah. very it's inspirational however i'd say okay here's the thing about the culture here in regards to like you know if you are kind of surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs and stuff um you can kind of feel like yourself comparing yourself to them and just try not to um i know that's hard and also like you have seen i'm sure people have seen tiktoks where people talk negatively about utah culture honestly i think it's a bad rep yeah i think it has a bad rep yeah i I love utah i like it yeah and i actually swore years ago that i would never Mm -hmm. live in utah back when when we were first dating Mm -hmm. and here we are so i mean you get what you make from it okay next question is this one okay it could this could be one of a couple sisters somebody who's asked who's your favorite sister none of them of my <laughs> sorry sister we both have sisters Only brothers Wait, and sister-in-laws was it your family or my family that's i don't know it's anonymous well, then my do you have a favorite hmm. this is tea i hope none of our sisters are listening right now i mean they might, i don't think uh, I think I get along with each sister, sister-in-law, etc. for different reasons. So I don't like any of them. Yeah, you know what? No, we don't like any of them. <laughs> Who needs a sister? Everybody, actually. Um, <laughs> okay, follow-up question. What's your favorite thing about each sister? Oh my I feel goodness, like this could be wow. one of three Who's different this? sisters combined in our families. One of which is we probably have to go downstairs. Each Should we call her up here and call her out? My little sister is in town visiting actually right now, and I'm wondering if this was 
a question she asked. <laughs> Maybe we should call her out. So do you want um, me to actually go through each sister or no? But we have so many sisters and sister-in-laws. Alright, it's too long. Next question. Um, <laughs> they each have different things we love about them. Uh, you know what? We'll tell them. Great. We should just tell them in person. Yeah, sorry. That's what we'll do. We'll challenge ourselves to show a little love. Okay, next question. Make a challenge. How do you feel about Rode skincare line? Well, there's only three products, one of which is a lip product. Mm -hmm. And I know the lip product's actually pretty tasty. Tasty? <laughs> but the no, the ingredient, like the, the flavor. Um, the other two products, like they're okay. I definitely wouldn't recommend them for my acne clients. Um, and then clients, if they're coming in and they're like, well, give me whatever results, I'm going to be like, well, that's not the line for you. However, if you're using them and then you're coming in and you aren't complaining whatsoever about your skin in general, then I'm not going to bother you about it. But the second you come and you want something addressed in your skin, the first thing I'm going to do is change your routine. Just know that. Okay. Um, next question. Favorite book. Do you have a favorite book? Mm, come back to me answer yourself i read a billion books <laughs> like a day. An a day an understatement okay here's the thing i love to read lauren's gifted lauren has this amazing ability with her photographic memory to just be able to comprehend information from a book like it's it's pretty wild and she can read so fast like, it'll be, I'll see her pick up a book or like, you know, look up a book online or whatever and she'll start reading it. And then an hour or two later, I'll, I'll you know, if I'm doing things or whatever, got stuff to do, I'll come back around and then she's done or she's crying about the end crying of the book because the the that's her. And she'll be like, oh yeah, I just finished it. And I'm like, how many pages was that? She's like, oh, it's only 300. It's only 200. She can read. How fast did you read Harry Potter? That blew my mind. I read the seventh Harry Potter that book. I think just... it was like four to five hours. What? I don't know. What is the seventh Harry Potter book? 500, 600 pages. And you did that in how many hours? I like around f like four to five. See, that, that tells you everything. I think right was what it's, it was. It was years ago when I first read it. And the crazy thing is she remembers. What she okay, remembers. here's the thing. I do have a selective photographic memory. It's crazy. And I say selective because, like, I <laughs> we've tested this. There are certain things that I truly just block out, and my therapist will agree to it. <laughs> um, but... When it comes to like reading things, and this is how I think it's impressive. it worked with school for me and why school always was like something I enjoyed was because I can literally look at a page in a book, like how it's right now and like remember in my brain and actually like, like picture it in my mind, how the wording was even like on the page, like the the position of like the different words, if that makes sense. Like I can like literally just picture it. Um so with books, yeah. So I think, yeah. But anyway, favorite book of all time. I love Pride and Prejudice. It's a classic. Um, well, currently I'm reading A Court of Thorns and Roses, a series. I'm on the second book. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, that I'm actually going to finish that after this podcast. Um, what's your favorite book? I don't know if I have a favorite. So I, I like... You to, like a lot of like self-help motivational lot, books. But I read more like for information, not yeah. for like 
pleasure or enjoyment. What's one you found very informational? Um, this year I've read a handful of books. I think my favorite one I read this year was called Never Split the Difference. What's it about? By I think it's Chris Voss. Um, well, it's a, an ex FBI agent, and he. Tell me about this one. It's about negotiations. He so he would negotiate hostage situations where it was basically just life or death. He talks about different negotiation tactics that were successful for him, and it's. I I really liked that one. It was pretty enjoyable. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite book of all time though. There's. Yeah. There's some good ones. I yeah. I find myself just finding random things on the internet. Curtis and like family and friends will attest to this. Curtis just likes to research things just and like he, he literally should go on like about stuff. what is it Jeopardy where you just, <laughs> is that it? No, I I'm not smart enough. No, you know a little bit about like every little topic on the face of the planet. I feel like you could do well on a game it show like that. Makes it easy for creating conversation with strangers. Yeah, and I don't like creating conversation <laughs> with strangers. So no, I just like to read that. information. Yeah, so you'll find him often like on his phone scrolling for like however long on different random topics. Websites. Yeah. Studies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A lot of stuff to learn in the world. The next question. Can you talk a little about having a medical director, how you found one and how to find one, what you can, can't do without one, etc. I feel like I'm having a hard time finding answers about this. Thank you. Okay. It definitely depends on which state you're in um, because um, scope of practice and laws and everything are different in each state. However, if you are Utah-based, you need a medical director if you want to go over 1.5% or percent, um, 1.5 depth, um, with microneedling. 1.5 inches? Milliliters. Millimeters. Millimeters. See, what do I even know? Nothing, apparently. Um, but you'd need one for that. You need one to dermaplane in Utah for sure. If you want to do laser, all that jazz, um, and then to find one in Utah, okay, I had another esthetician that um, gave me the contact for mine. Um, however, a little tip and trick, two, two different tips and tricks that I have that a lot of people have told me over time. Okay, um, first and foremost, go to your doctor, plastic surgeon, whomever, and literally just start asking them. <laughs> um, sometimes they'll just be like, yeah, okay. And then like they won't charge you, and other times what they definitely will. Do you have a proctologist? <laughs> what even? Um, or, okay, this is like a tip that I found a lot of people find useful. Go to like a website, like Skin Better, for example, um, Skin Better Science, and like look in your state for providers um, of like that skincare line in your state. Because for a brand like Skin Better Science, you're required to have a medical director. Okay, so they, like, for example, if you look up Faceplant Aesthetics, it's actually my medical director's name that shows up, not mine, on Skin Better um, Skin Better's website. So, like, things like that. Just look up your state for, like, a brand like them. Even if you don't even use Skin Better, just look up, like, you're looking for a provider. Look in your state, and then you'll see, bam, different medical directors, and then just reach out to them. That's something I learned recently that I think could have been really great when I was like struggling but I found my medical director and she's great love her oh maybe I should have answered this question actually on Instagram where can we listen to your podcast well hopefully you found it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Spotify and Apple currently the links are in the Instagram bio on my profile house right now yeah if you want to come over to our house at 10 57 p.m where I'm loopy and struggling clearly to even talk you can just come over and hear us talk on 
Yeah. The phone. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Let me look. What is your husband's routine? What's your routine? Your skincare. <laughs> oh, skincare routine. Your skincare routine. He doesn't for, have a life For those that don't routine. know, I have not been uh, working for the last uh, couple of weeks. I've just been studying for no, you're getting st- certifications and stuff. But anyways, my skincare routine. That's what you guys care about. Um, well. I probably care about your life too. Nah, but that's fine. They can figure that out some other time. So my my skincare routine is basically I use a cleanser. I don't even know which. I I literally just take whatever Lauren gives me and put on my face. I ask so, her what what goes first. What, what's cleansing next? Cleansing gel. Yeah, I use the cleansing gel. Um, and then, well, no, actually, oh yeah, yeah, I cleanse first, and then I wash, you know, rinse it off. Um, and then Lauren said, "Don't use a towel on my face." And so I don't use a towel on my face. Not his body towel. No, they no, harbor not bacteria. My body towel. And then I use, uh, I, I really like the CBD mist. I've yeah, okay. That. I made him start using a CBD mist actually a couple weeks ago in California. He, my sister, great. my sister's boyfriend got sunburns really bad and I sprayed them, like doused them. I used almost a whole bottle in two days on them mm-hmm. in CBD mist yeah. and their sunburns healed way well. But my husband uses that and he loves it. Way well. Yeah, it, it's, I like, so I use that. And then after the CBD mist, I use, um, what's the... <laughs> I don't know the names of any what things. Is, what's, but, the, what's the product? And I'll say the name. Oh, well, I I've been using the the retin. He uses Alpharet overnight yeah, cream. Yeah, that's the one. He lo- he's been using that at night. That's good. The last little bit. He actually likes it. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just use a moisturizer. He l- I used, used the what's that? Daily Repair Mega one? Moisture Cream from Glymed is Glymed. his moisturizer currently. Yeah. Yep. He needs it. Um, and then well, you do wear sunscreen. Oh well, that's yeah. He uses a sunscreen. He likes if, if yeah. I, I before I go out, I put that on. Yeah, he has a skin better sunscreen. He also has one actually from Aveda that he likes that I he's like been using Aveda since one. I went to school. Doesn't make me feel oily. Yeah, and then also I mean the other one doesn't either, but I don't know the Aveda one's just he, little and it fits in the car. Yeah, he likes to carry the Aveda one around because it's little. But I yeah. recently made him start using <laughs> the Skin Better Sheer Stick. The good it's stuff. so easy to use. Also, you use the Skin Better Instant Eye Gel with the cold roller, especially when you have oh, the puffy yeah. eyes. So like you stole it. You literally stole just from me. I had, to, I had to buy another one <laughs> off my business. So the back in like April or May. When allergy season was like, this year was just bad. But my eyes got really puffy and red. And uh, yeah, I just used that little cold roller thing with the, the gel stuff. I don't even know what it is. But I did it around my eyes and it, it freaking it made a difference. It's instant effect gel eye from it's Skin nice. Better. It's like a gel-like consistency, but it has a little metal roller on it that like is cooling. And he stole it from me back when he was having really bad that allergies. And his eyes were like swollen sure. and itchy and everything. And so he loves that product. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically it, though. Pretty simple. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, crazy. he keeps it simple. The retinol at night, though. Um, yeah, I don't do the retinol in the morning. Yeah, just at night before I go to just bed. Just at night. He's he's had a couple times where he's used solo hydrating defense. I only gave him like a travel Again, size. Again, I have no idea what yeah, it is. I just take what she gives me and ask her when to use it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> solo hydrating defense men from Skin Better. I only gave him a travel size, so you only have that for a little bit, and we yeah. just haven't gotten him a big one, but. He's but used it's that. Great though. My skin's been. Uh, your skin's looking good. Really happy. Um, Got a hydrofacial the other day. Oh, yeah. So that's another question is what's your favorite treatment? My favorite treatment? That you've ever gotten on your skin. That I've ever gotten? That's, that's a. 
It better be from me and not from somebody else. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, the hydrofacial I just got was really nice. I gave him a hydrofacial yesterday. I'm literally looking I mean, at his all of your pores. regular facials that you've given in the past, though. Chris is a facial guy. I like the massages. Sure. That's my that's favorite a, That's part. a massage. I'm not even a masseuse. <laughs> um, well, if we're talking about skin in particular and, like, on my face, then, yeah, I'd probably say hydrofacial. He got it yesterday. I'm literally looking at his pores. Was it yesterday? Yeah, and we, oh. like, we cleaned him out, like, oh his pores. Yeah, that, I don't know if you saw in her stories that, like, gross, uh, yeah, he got, the little he had quite of, a lot of black, your skin looks so good it. today. That was me. Your skin looks so good. Yeah, it looks a lot better. But yeah, he really no likes the hydrofacial. For me. He's also, okay, here's the thing. I ha- I have a tendency to have male clients, my husband included, that are a little bit more sensitive. When I thought it comes you were just leave it at that. And I was like, when it, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, I thought it was. <laughs> when it comes to like extractions and stuff, and the hydrofacial uses Vortex technology to help get those extractions. And it got a ton with like minimal to know there was a couple times like on the tip they of his nose great. where he was like ow but he's a little baby, I'm a, yeah, I'm a baby. um on the tip of his nose I'll but admit that <laughs> but usually like if i did extractions anywhere you'd be like squirming complaining it's the little things like that though. like someone punches me whatever but like the little <laughs> extractions those really do it those hurt <laughs> i love it yeah but he loved the hydrofacial um, okay, next question. Another SD mentioned a lot of clients come to her after using Skin Better, which damaged their skin. Thoughts? <gasps> okay, here's the thing. And I I heard another SD, I don't know if this is the same one, um, say this. And, like, here's the thing about brands in general. What's the thing? Every esthetician out there is going to have different experiences with different, at least professional-grade brands, especially with their clients. I've had clients come in using ZO, especially, that have damaged barriers and whatnot or using store brand um companies or using skin suitacles and stuff and it's really just like you knowing your products but this again i think where this happens the most is when people jump the gun even on instagram again no guys that this is our jobs to be like talking about products and skin treatments and everything and helping you out and educating you on them but you should be honestly taking that extra step and getting a consultation with the licensed skincare professional because yeah, we could be talking about a product, for example, and you could think, wow, this product is exactly up my alley. But you might have a contraindication to it or whatever that you don't know about because you might not be as educated on ingredients or products and how they work with your skin and different um, conditions, etc. So often when this happens, it's because people jump the gun. They see, oh my gosh, that product looks amazing. I'm going to get it for myself. And then it actually was not a good product for them. So this is why I highly stress um, getting a consultation with an esthetician before trying to buy a product. Again, yeah, we talk about them a lot. But for the most part, at least for my page, I talk about products, I talk about treatments to open up that discussion for people to then message me um to get my opinions and often i direct them and say hey let's book a consultation let's talk more about you in particular and your skin and come up with a customized regimen for your skin based off of so many different factors such as your medical info um past experiences with products and ingredients your budget etc so i know that's quite a loaded answer but that's kind of what tends to happen in the industry to do next oh next question favorite places to travel to and why mm. what's your top place we've traveled to mm. 
We haven't been that many places. You think that, but I, I've had How people say otherwise. First? Why do you always want me to go first? Okay, Paris. It's your podcast. Paris. <laughs> Paris was my dream. I am convinced I was born in the wrong place, wrong time. Maybe not. I mean, I met you, but... <laughs> But, and like I get all the time my my last name is French whatever like I have a Parisian heart okay my birthday's on Valentine's Day two years ago for my birthday my husband took me to Paris and sounds like a nice guy it was <laughs> yeah he's alright um I know there tends to be like bad experiences people have had with uh, Paris was great. Paris, like saying people, people were, friendly. People were saying it was dirty. City people aren't nice. Clean. Yeah, but we experienced no the opposite. Rats, not smelly at all. Yeah, I mean, we enjoyed if it. You've been to San Francisco. If you've been in New, New York, York City, which we have, Chicago, L.A., Paris made those all look like dumpsters. Well, also so having clean. pretty buildings. Oh yeah, the, arch- the a beautiful language, beautiful. great food. A lot to do. A lot to do. Well, it was a ton of fun. Also, I loved. I don't know. I I, I like. I know you a like a place when you look up housing on Zillow and the cost. <laughs> That's how I know you like a cost place we've living. traveled to. Yeah, and honestly, it wasn't even that expensive too to be there. Well, yeah, you, you just gotta be smart. But I personally, Paris was my budget. dream. So I'll say city wise, Paris. If we're gonna go for like, let's say, a tropical vacation, Bali. And Bali, out of all the places I've traveled to, best food. Bali was really good. And the cheapest food. Yeah, Bali was really good food, I think. The best we've had when we've traveled places. Only two big trips we've done, though, as parents. I lived in the Dominican Republic for a summer, and I loved it. We're going in September, but you've never been. We are going. Yeah, I've never been. Hawaii was amazing. We went four years ago. What was it? You vibed with Bali so much, and you still do, though. I love Curtis talks every day. I think I romanticize Bali. A he wants to. He wants to move to Bali every day, guys. If I ever drop off the face of the earth and not doing aesthetics anymore, I can promise you it's because Curtis convinced me that we should just become nomads and just live in Bali. I mean, yeah, it's a good <laughs> spot to be. I, I could you really complain living in Bali? No, guess. no. As long as you don't crash a motorcycle Utah with me or on it again. Bali. What I mean. Hmm. As we were just saying, Utah's a great place to live. <laughs> we're like, it's a great place, but when compared to Bali, I mean, I <laughs> um, okay. Um, next question: What do you say do when you have an acne client? All the products you recommend for their skin doesn't work out. Okay, so if this is like an actual acne client of mine and all the products I recommended for them, usually it's not going to be like their whole routine doesn't work out. When a client is not clearing, and there's so many factors that go into it, and this is why, again, it's very personalized for each client. When a client isn't clearing, it's typically due to factors that are out of my control but within theirs, i.e. diet, lifestyle, you know, stress, hormones, um using poor cloggy ingredients in their makeup and hair care, stuff like that. Um, I think where people tend to kind of get impatient with things and just being like, oh my gosh, I'm not clearing, is when they're comparing their skin journey to somebody else's. You might think somebody has their skin and they have more breakouts than you, but oh my gosh, but they're clearing way quicker than I am. Why aren't I? Well, maybe they're more compliant than you. Maybe, honestly, it was just something as simple as taking dairy out of their um, diet. 
um, things like that. You just might have a lot more factors that we're dealing with, even though your skin might not be comparably as bad as theirs. Um, just remember, there's so many factors that go into your skin and your um, your skin journey with your esthetician, and that's what happens. I'd say if people, and this isn't just with my own experience, this is with acne boot camp in general. Um, across the board, Face Reality Acne Bootcamp has a 90% success rate, which is actually an incredibly high success rate. It's awesome. But across the board, that within that 10%, a lot of the f- quote-unquote failure is due to the fact that people just give up. Because yes, bootcamp is a minimum, minimum being very, very emphasized, three months because it takes 90 days for your acne to form from a microcomedone to a full-on acne lesion. But again, there's so many factors we're we're dealing with and everybody's skin is different. It could be longer. Sometimes people are lucky and it's shorter, but it's that minimum 90 days, three months. So I think when people, again, are comparing their journey to somebody else's, um, they have unrealistic expectations and whatnot is where um, that kind of situation happens. But um, if products for whatever reason aren't working out, which pretty much never happens. It's usually like, okay, maybe we can up the ante with a certain product you're using for like acne med, for example, just giving it a little bit more power by keeping it on the skin longer or whatever. Um, but if a, if it's something as simple as a product just isn't working for them, we just replace the product. Um, pretty simple. Um, acne bootcamp is amazing. Um, but as an esthetician, as a skincare professional though, you do need to realize when sometimes you might need to have another hand involved to help out. Um, Whether that be like a holistic nutritionist doctor or whatever, because especially when acne tends to be um, more of that inflamed acne type and we are addressing everything else. Like we have addressed your diet. We have given you a routine that actually is great for you. You're getting your treatments. Again, usually it's things within your control, but out of your esthetician's control. How did you feel? Curtis used to actually mm-hmm. have acne as a teenager. Oh, I had bad what did you, what, acne. Um, what did you do? Did you ever have times where you feel like a product didn't work for you, but you didn't really use professional <laughs> products? No, I didn't use any professional products. I kind of grew out of it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I tried a bunch of stuff. I tried Proactive and Neutrogena and all that stuff and... No, it really worked. No. Um, you just get... I, I get it in the in the client's hand where you feel frustrated. Um, but that's where you just need to be honest with your esthetician, your professional. Or if you see a dermatologist, being honest with your dermatologist, having that open conversation. Only I could have saw you. <laughs> Figuring out what works for you. Curtis would have been very happy. I was 15 then. So that one... Uh, yeah. That wouldn't have been a reality. I mean... Okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, that's the answer to that question. Okay, last one. I'm going to ask slash answer um, on this podcast today because I feel like this episode is already long enough. Um, how did we meet? Mm. I want you to tell the story. Well, how did we meet Curtis? (laughs) (laughs) We met through one of my friends up in school. Um, Yeah, just uh, started hanging out and then kind of just friends with benefits gone wrong, I guess. (laughs) Gone wrong? (laughs) Gone right. You're welcome. Yeah. 
that's, yeah, just, that's, that's the it. short story to it. And there's a longer one, but we'll save that for another day because Curtis is fading fast. I'm tired. Watch you go home, go downstairs now and like watch like TV or something instead. Play video games. Watch TV. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. Watch a movie. Whatever. Play video games. Anyway, so that's all the questions that I had this week and that we're going to answer. Again, if you have any other questions or you want me to elaborate more, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Faceplant Aesthetics. Um, and you DM me too. But I, I mean, you could DM her. Curtis, but also <laughs> he's never on Instagram. And he might steer you wrong if it comes to skin. Yeah, you probably don't want skin recommendations from me. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's about it for this week, guys. Make sure you smash like and hit the subscribe button. That's the completely wrong platform. No, oh, oops. You, okay. Link's in the description. <laughs> you don't even, he doesn't know what he's saying. Okay. Good night, Curtis. Okay, that's all for this week. Um, Next week, we'll start doing acne episodes. I know I've been saying they're coming, but it's because they take a long time, a lot of information. And with my sister visiting, I wanted something somewhat shorter. So that's why we did the Q&A with my husband this week. Next week, though, we're going to do the basics on acne. So say goodbye to the peeps, Curtis. Good night. Good night. They could be listening to this in the morning, (laughs) dude. Good morning. (laughs) Okay. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Okay, and I'll talk with you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.